Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Worlds Collide, a wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors, Worlds Collide, wrestling card podcast, back at it again. It's another week. We keep putting these shows out for you, hopefully, till the end of time. We'll see. <laughs> Speaking of the know. end of time and our segues and how great we are at this, today we're talking about the importance of and cultural impact of characters. Characters, in my opinion, go to the end of time. As I said, hopefully this podcast will as well, but we'll see. So let's talk about characters and their impact on people to begin with. And when I say characters, this is Superman, Batman, Dennis Rodman, Bill Clinton. I mean, these are characters. I don't care what you want to categorize them are characters. And they infiltrate people's lives whether they know it or not, whether it's memes, whether it's TikTok clips, there's all like these characters kind of live beyond what they're actually there to do. Again, whether it's a sport or wrestling, politics, whatever it is. So when I think of characters and how they impact people, it's, it's they continue to live on past what they were actually there to do in the first place. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I'm, I'm having a hard time trying to differentiate between characters and personalities. It's all the same to me. Is it? Mm-hmm. So I, me, I, when I think of character, I'm like, okay, Superman, Batman, those are characters. Mm-hmm. But then you started mentioning like Rodman and Clinton. So I go, those are personalities. Those are actual people. But they're still characters. Okay. Hulk Hogan, real person, that's, that's, that's still a character. A character. <laughs> Steve Austin, real person, still a character. I guess. I mean, they're playing a character. It's a person who plays a character. So it's, a, it's yeah. almost a, like an actor. Yeah. So I got it. Okay. But I mean, we could take this into, actually, this is something we have talked about a lot is Game of Thrones. It's not real. It's characters. People love it and still collect it and watch it and stuff like that. So my it's a a go-to show. I say people like tell me, you know, that wrestling's not real. Right. And I go, yeah, because Game of Thrones is (laughs) right. Yeah. And I just think that the characters in, in forms of entertainment and obviously, you know, th- this is actually more of a, we're going to get into how this talk, how this kind of ties into wrestling cards, but this is just kind of like a, some weird philosophical philosophy huh. discussion. Like um, that's why I love wrestling cards so much because uh, and I don't want to get too far into it. Wrestling cards are based on characters in my opinion. Yes. And characters transcend everything in my opinion, again, transcend stats, transcend time, transcend era. It's, it's things that people can kind of grab onto and relate to, uh, whether it's an era or a, you know, specific 
you know, we just did the MJF show last week and we talked about how maybe that promo was like his Austin 316 promo. So mm-hmm. maybe somebody, you know, associates the AEW card with MJF and that's a moment in time that that character represents that transcends everything. And I know mm-hmm. we, we have that in other aspects of the hobby, but it's one thing I just love about wrestling is like it's characters and they just live on forever. Hypothetically. That's the case too. Would you, you'd lump in uh, musicians with that too then, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cause I mean, there's certain, if anything is greater to me than, than the love of wrestling cards uh, it's going to be the, the world of music for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I can, that speaks even more to, to me. And I think even to a lot of people, because it's a universal thing of, is music. You, know, you can go any culture in any place on this planet and there's going to be music involved. Uh, that's what I love about it so much. Uh, it's almost like, you know, saying like, well, that's why I love math because it's the same everywhere. You yeah. know, um, it's just, uh, it, it's just uh, with music, it's certain songs and certain artists. They, they touch you in a certain way. Uh, and you relate to them and they're going to live on forever that once they put something on vinyl or cassette or CD, whatever, hell you wanna, you know, whatever you put it on tape, it's there forever, man. It's like this episode. It's going to be on the internet. It's there. I was forever. getting ready to say, yeah, the, the internet has become that like people yeah. are like, oh, it's just digital stuff. No, nope, it's pretty much get, there forever. We're getting people now when you start talking about characters, we're getting people now who were nobodies. But because of this cool thing we have called the internet are now characters that we know of now because of the internet. Absolutely. Uh, no, nobody knew who a Kardashian was, you know, who knew all it took was a BJ and, uh, and other <laughs> stuff. And you become like, uh, you're, you're famous now all of a sudden. I mean, it's like people who have no business being famous are being famous and they're, they're, and they're famous now because of their, they were nobodies and they're other characters. Like, Everybody knows who they are now. They, they're going to be around and, and spoken about for all eternity now, as long as there's a planet. Um, and it's just wrestling is no different. Wrestling uh, translates that same way, whether it be, a, like you said, a particular era that you came from. Like if you grew up watching Hogan or you were an Iron Sheik fan or you were, you know, an Iron Mike Sharp fan, it's like that. Yeah. Or, you go, or you go back and you were a Luthez fan or a Gorgeous George or a Haystacks or, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can go back even further. I mean, uh, they all spoke to different people for different reasons, and uh, that we're talking about it. Yeah, the fact that we're even talking about them that's my point. proves. <laughs> Which I don't even know that I said this. This was actually Tony's topic. He messaged me one day, and he's like, let's talk about this. And uh, here we are talking about it, and that proves his point right there. Yep. Uh, we we kind of talked about cultural impact of characters. Let's talk a little bit about how it actually affects people, though, which culture is people. But what I mean is, and I specifically want to talk to you and see if you have any experience with this as you're out with Kurt and anybody else that you kind of do shows with and you're at these tables and you see the fans come up. And it's, what did that person do that had such a lasting impact that they can, uh, you know, tell the story? And I don't mean like, I remember back when you pinned this guy and he did it. I'm talking about like actual life things. And, I don't, you know, maybe you've got some experiences you can share with that, but like, one thing I want to mention is we just saw John Cena travel to, I don't remember what European country it was. Netherlands. Netherlands. And there was the, the kid who got out of the Ukraine and wanted to meet John Cena. John Cena is a character, but yet John Cena somehow got into this kid's life and it kept driving him to, uh, did he have Down syndrome? Is that right? Or, I think so. I think you're so, right. 
take take that out of the equation. The fact that this kid is such a John Cena fan that he's never going to give up. He's going to do what you know, uh, using the old Hogan, say your prayers, eat yep. your body, you know. And he's using that character base to go forward in life and keep going, and you know, using a character philosophy to actually impact his day to day real life. And then all of a sudden he gets to meet the character in front of him. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I'm talking about. What can you share that you've seen in any of your travels from these shows that you can remember standing out? We, we don't have enough time. <laughs> that's good. Every, that's good. No, every single show I've, I've ever attended and gone to working with talent over the past 20, 25 years. So I got, uh, there's always someone who comes to the table almost 100% of the time that has some sort of an emotional story to tell they're, they're crying. Uh, they're, they're telling you like, you know, Hey, you know, uh, because of you and what you've done, it's like that you've, you've motivated me or encouraged me to go out there and do better with my life. Or I started working out or I had back problems, but you never gave up because you had a broken neck and you still won gold medals like that. And I, they, they connect with these characters based on what they see on TV, what they read in books, what they read in magazines. So I, um, I used to be all the time with Lita. When I worked with Lita, every single time there would be a girl who came to the table and said, you're my inspiration. Uh, and here's the reason why. And they had some story to tell that person based, you know, like, you know, because of how you were in the ring with this and how you came over that. And I read your book about this. And, uh, you know, it motivated me, motivated me to do these things. So see it all the time. I have my own personal experience of even doing that myself. I, I did it when I first met Steve Vai and I, I didn't get overly emotional with it, but I, you know, all these years I had like this, this holy trinity of, of musicians I wanted to meet from this uh, instrumental people. I'm a big Joe Satriani fan. I'm a big Steve Vai fan. I'm a big Stu Ham fan. Never in a million years thought I'd ever be one, meet those, uh, any one of those three, let alone working with one of them. Like I represent Stu Ham for convention appearances now. Um, not that we've ever done any, but I have the guy's number. I can call him. I've talked on the phone. Right. I've met him in person. Uh, but Steve, I have all the people. I finally was at the NAM show in, in California one year and I didn't have anything with me at the time. I did bring something just on an offshoot chance. He wasn't scheduled to be there. He ends up showing up at, uh, I can't remember what it was. Like, I think it was BC Rich's uh, booth or something like that, uh, or whoever it was. I've been Raleigh. No, it's, I think it was Raleigh strings. It's irrelevant to the story. Um, but I was, I, I don't wait in lines. I've been spoiled over the years of not having to wait in lines. <laughs> I just don't do it. I don't like to wait in lines. Sorry. Uh, I waited for two hours in line for Steve. I, I was the first guy in line when I found he was going to be there at noon. I lined up at 10 o'clock. There was no line made. The guy said, well, you were the line starting the line. So I, and, Excellent. And so I'm like, okay, well, well we, still, we still have four other sessions going on before Steve ever gets here, but We'll create like a fourth line somewhere for you. You're the, you're the start of line. But what I got there because I had a very emotional connection to the Passion and Warfare album that came out years and years and years ago, where in my life, I was in a very dark place. That album literally, I can't say literally, I hate people to say literally, but it, it basically saved my life because it kept my mind of, off of dark things and dark places at the time. And it I was able to just kind of, put on my headphones, listen to that CD uh, and like just hear all the different, the bass track and the different layers of guitars, the kicks of the snare drum, all the different things I would hear. It's like that. I just, I would, it just immersed me. And because I was so involved in that album, I felt like I owed him a thanks for that. 
And I said, this means nothing to you probably. And the guy over here told me, I can't take a picture with you. I'm taking a picture with you because I'm never gonna get this moment again. And I did. <laughs> the guy said, you can't do that. I'm like I am throw me out. I dare you. <laughs> um, and uh, he just was very, he's like, just gave me the whole little prayers. And I said, thank you so much. It means a lot to me. And so I, he was very appreciative of the story that I told him and I didn't care if people behind me were waiting. Cause I waited for over two hours. So um, I, I just, uh, I, I can relate to it. I can totally relate to the character this person was and the stuff he put on, on to uh, an album. And then I related to that album and I wanted to let him know how it made me feel. And that so was I kind can, of, I can understand how people yeah. who are into wrestling would relate like, you know, Hey, I remember when you beat the Sheik, man. And that was like, it meant so much to me coming from someone who was like, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a vet and, and uh, the whole okay. USA yeah. versus, versus, you know, I, I ran, I totally understand. I, I can get the connection. I mean, I, I totally see that and can appreciate that and understand that. And I see that when I do these conventions where people come up there and they bring their card to get signed or get an eight by 10 sign. And they want to share with that person for that moment they have with them. Why, uh they their, their character resonates with them what's the typical reaction from the talent on that um it varies like you know when, especially they start crying you know uh amy uh, lita was so good with with, with that she's always like you just don't cry it's like no this, this is a happy moment come you know and she'd get around from the table and hug them and uh and and she was genuine she's just a genuine person with that like she appreciates that people were impacted by the character that she is on tv whether it be a heel or a face um, that they still like a fan of hers and, and, and just, you know, found something from that character that either made them a better person, got them over some kind of an addiction, got them over some kind of a hump, whatever it may be, um, they connected with them. And I think that's the way with all these characters that we're talking about, mm -hmm. um, you know, people gravitate, some people take it too far. Some yeah, actually, yeah. then you have the ones who become the stalkers. We got to make sure we take yeah. care of those. And I've, I've, I've seen and had some of those at shows with us before too. I've had some that, you know, when I was with uh, working with Kelly Kelly with Barbie, um, someone was innocent at first and checking out her pictures while and just wasn't really like engaging, but was clearly a fan and kept getting closer and closer. And somehow I screwed up and was over here talking to Maurice and I come around and this guy standing behind, you know, Kelly Kelly. And also like, dude, you can't be back behind here. And I, I'm on the te phone texting security people because I always get that information. I said, we got this guy over here. They came and went to throw him out. They threw him out. The second they put his hands on his shoulder, he lost his shit <laughs> and just started going, I'm, I love you so much. We were meant to be together. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, he was just going crazy. Like he was definitely a threat. And so you see stuff like that from people. So there's people who connect with a character, whether it be a wrestler or a musician or mm -hmm. an actor, they connect with them in a, in a totally different way, whether it be from maybe having some sort of, previously conditioned mental issues possibly or drug abuse whatever they might have um there's something that's not right there that they connected obviously in a maybe in a more hurtful wrongful way kind of thing but they're all characters they're, you're right they're 100 characters and people translate that then into buying merchandise you buy cds for musicians you buy movies to go see tickets to go see a movie for someone and in our case what we talk about on this show is trading cards and people buy trading cards because they connect with that person Absolutely. I bet we've lost some people too, because they're like, oh, I didn't sign up to listen to a <laughs> philosophical podcast. I want to talk about wrestling cards and what to invest in. Well, we're, we're getting, we're getting to that right now. And that is, how does that impact the hobby? How do the, you know, connections with characters impact the hobby? And I can give you one of my best examples right off. And that's my Carrying Cross Super Collection. What started off as a 
kind of a fun little thing to say, hey, can I prospect modern WWE? I had already been watching him in Lucha Underground and AAA and stuff like that, and I just loved his intensity. But there was something about when I watched him in NXT and I was I had the cards at the same time. And I was like, man, I could just I really relate to this guy's intensity. And then like I start finding out more about it's kind of like he he's a he's a different guy off of out of the character, but he's also mm-hmm. a little bit still in character from the level of like his intensity, his dedication to like working out and diet and stuff like that. And I just really relate to the intensity because like in my life, when I get up, I got, you know, we've talked about on this podcast, like I've got so much to do, but I'm so blessed to be able to do it that I'm not going to complain. I'm just like, you know, let's get it. Like let's hit the ground running. And the cross collection because of his character keeps driving me every single day I get up. And, you know, that's why I continue to collect the super collection when I don't care about value and I'm just having fun doing it. I connect with it and it's all about characters. Yep. 100%. I said, it's just, and that's how you relate and how you connect with that character where somebody else who is also a carrying cross. Carrying yeah. Cause cross they're out it. there actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, surprisingly, I, and I collect Dexter Loomis and I, I can't believe I'm actually competing with other people for Dexter Loomis cards, but here I am. Yeah. Um, but um, you connect with them in whatever way, maybe it could be a look, it could be a style. It could be a way like, I love the way that person speaks or their promos are intense or their promos are funny. There's all different ways, different flavors for everybody. And it's just, um, it's fun. And that's what makes collecting fun. It, it translates into your collecting and how you collect. Uh, you're, you're collecting things, whether you're, I'm a set collector because I like all these characters. I like the WWE. Well, WWE is a giant character made up of a lot of smaller characters. Yeah. And so like, well, I just collect WWE or I just collect AEW. Uh, okay, well, that's great. Okay, but there's characters that are driving that that program for you. Um, you know, we just some of us narrow it down to one or two or three or four different people we collect. And that's it. Or we, eras because you grew up. You, know, you know, like I, I've heard that. I've heard that too. Like, um, you know, somebody like let's say it was like they grew up with their grandparents in the mid '90s because they're they didn't have parents or their parents were divorced, something like that, and they remember watching like the I. Like, I'm just going to pull some like WWF superstars or like the early Raw, like from 94, 95. And they connected with that era. So the next thing they know, they were handed a pack of cards and that pack of cards just happened to be 1994 action packed. And then like, you know, years down the road, hypothetically, they're like, okay, this is my set. And they're going for a set registry or something like that, because that is the thing they they associated with with you know like you said wwf it's itself or e whatever uh it's a giant character so at that time that's what they resonated with during that weird time in their life and i i just think it's awesome that cards can do that yeah cards can bring you all kinds of, i mean just like music does music yeah. brings you back to a place where you heard it for the first time like you know hell i shit i i know exactly what song was playing when i lost my virginity for christ's sake <laughs> um but it's just uh you know it's it takes you back to that an era a program a movie, whatever a case may be, it, it just, that's why we collect what we collect. I mean, it just, um, you know, uh, for whatever reason, we all have different unique reasons why we collect. Sometimes they're similar to other people, but we all have our own individual reasons why we collect whatever the hell it may be, stamps, cards, coins, magazines, whatever it may be, I, it doesn't matter. And while this is a wrestling focused channel and podcast, uh i think it's okay to like dabble you know like i i'm tony i'm sure you've got something like in your collection that you're not like 
I've got to have all this. I have the one item that's a good representation of something I associate with, and that's all I need. I don't need to go out and get a whole yep. set or parallels or anything like that. It's just, you know, is it a guitar pick? Is it a, you know, eight by 10? Is it a, a set list? You know, it could be any of these yeah. VHS tape, like whatever. I got all those. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's I got what, all those things. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to like, I guess, push is that like, it's cool to have different collectibles. And just because you want to have one or two separate pieces of something to add to your collection, doesn't mean you have to go like all in on it. So. You don't, you really don't. But you know, as it pertains to the trading cards, so that's what kind of all ties into what we're, are, are, we're always about, which is the trading cards of wrestling. Yep. Right? But I mean, wrestling cards are not, you know, exempt from all those things either, because people collect I only collect Hogan and Flair. That's my era. I only collect John Cena and Randy Orton. That's my era. You know, that kind of stuff. I mean, for whatever reasons like that. So it's, it's just, it's fun. It's interesting. The topic itself brings up uh, and lets people know, like, it's okay to, to collect for the reasons why you collect because it's, they're your reasons. Nobody else's reasons matter. It's just your reasons why you collect. Cause that's why you like that stuff. And want to see more people like that who come into our hobby. Like, we've mentioned before why we can't figure out why there aren't more card collectors that are wrestling fans. Right. Um, and I don't know, some people just don't seem to know that they exist. <laughs> it's like oh, baseball cards. Well, yeah, they make them for wrestling too. Uh, really? Uh, that's when I open my store. I'm hoping I can start, you know, presenting it to people like, you know, trading cards, man. It's like, uh, it's a nice, relatively inexpensive way to really get into collecting things that you connect with that you like certain characters which is basically what we're talking about here is connecting with those characters well this has been definitely a different show than we've probably ever done but i actually think it probably helps a lot of collectors in the end of the day because you know i think there are some people out there that like collecting a certain thing a certain name a certain set and I think sometimes maybe the mainstream, you know, well, I say mainstream, like our, our hobby, we'll just say hobby influencers or hobby mm -hmm. groups or whatever. I think there's a lot of times that they're kind of talked down to these people. And maybe I'm guilty of that too, at times in the past, or even currently where, you know, they're like, you know, ah, I don't know why they're wasting their time on that. Or, you know, why would they spend so much money on that? Or some people like, you know, with my cross collection, oh, that's a bad investment. But I think this show maybe has helped to validate some of those people and that, hey, if they're enjoying what they're doing, nothing else matters. And yeah, don't just... listen to the people out there who are anybody who ever downplays a reason why you're collecting what you're collecting is somebody you shouldn't be listening to anyways about why you're right. collecting. Yep. You pick that particular person or set or era to collect because it means something to you. And because it doesn't mean something to somebody else, I don't care uh, uh, what their opinion is about what it is that I collect because I collect because I like it. I love it. Uh, Zam will collect what he likes because he loves it for whatever reason he wants, just like anybody else. So I, I don't buy into anybody telling me I have to collect. So I go, well, that's a stupid investment. Well, it's not your money anyway. So who cares? Come here for the wrestling cards and you get some life advice. Love it. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm, I'm loving it. This, we need to do some more shows like this. But I agree. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. If you did, please leave us a review. Please subscribe. And before we get out of here, Tony, let everybody know where they can find you. And let's talk about some top rope con. WrestlingTradingCards.com, everybody. Uh, that's the place to go. Everything you want to know about wrestling trading cards, as far as what's and what, you can go there. Connect with us through all of our social media, which can be found at the bottom of every page for whatever the hell we're dabbling into, whether it be Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Um, 
And then uh, Top Rope Con is uh, coming up September 16th and 17th in Tampa, Florida at the Florida State Fairgrounds. We uh, rented out a 55,000 square foot expo hall. Uh, gonna have live wrestling on Saturday night after the show. Gonna have hopefully lots of vendors for you guys to go and shop around. And as every other convention out there has, we're gonna have a lot of great uh, guests uh, there to meet fans, sign autographs, do photo ops. We'll have both selfies at the table or you can pay a little bit more and go get a pro photo up. we got some cool things uh, up our sleeves here with a, with a smoke machine and stuff like that. You never know. <laughs> um, and then uh, we'll have live Q&As going on inside an actual wrestling ring. Um, we'll have a limited uh, Kurt Angle will be there. And we're going to have some limited time uh, tickets available where you can get to go inside the ring with Kurt and uh, take a picture with him and have your stuff signed inside the ring. Um, that's going to be just limited to just. 35 people i believe that's it so if 35 people get their you know moment with him like you won't get at the table um and then um yeah so go check it out topropecon.com or top rope wrestling con they both go to the same same place so uh announcing guests prices locations sponsors are there vendor information's there it's all there be a vendor man come set up come bring your cool cards your videotapes your dvds whatever you got wrestling wise uh come come set up there man 150 bucks for two days can't beat that I think this may be kind of selfish of me, but I'm thinking maybe next year or the year after that, could Top Rope Con eventually get to where there are so many diehard people in the hobby that are setting up to sell cards that the actual wrestlers show up and they're like, where's all the vendors? I didn't know I was going to a trading card show. Maybe you never know. That I mean, would be great. I mean, we're already talking about through uh, there's other people who like the concept because there's more to it than this. So yeah, uh, yeah. there's there's more to it that, as you know, we've talked off air. I have bigger dreams and aspirations of what I want to do with this show. I don't want to be just another wrestling car uh, wrestling show. I don't want to be just a trading card show. I mm -hmm. want to. I, I kind of want to be bigger than that. I, I have other ways that i want to be there there's a reason for people why it, it, even though i tell you go to top rope wrestling con bought that because people are going to associate top rope con as that but if you go to the domain go check out of all our social media handles on twitter instagram facebook it's all top rope con mm -hmm. there's a reason for that and hopefully over time you guys will learn what that is but um love to have you know major manufacturers coming on Mattel and, and Upper Deck and Panini or whoever else has a license that has anything to do with wrestling. Love for you guys to come set up a, a booth, uh, present yourself, get true diehard collectors out there into your products. We'll have links to everything Tony's talked about in the show notes, as well as my stuff, wrestling with cards on YouTube, wrestling with cards, the podcast. And I appreciate if you guys would subscribe. I'm trying to build, get to a thousand subscribers on youtube but more importantly than that if you like this show today if we brought you some value with our philosophy philosophy talk i can't talk again tonight it's getting <laughs> it's late a tough word dude it's a tough word well full 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 philosophical <laughs> i just want to start saying waffles waffles okay well mm, waffles sound yeah waffles right sound now. great right now <laughs> it's okay. Getting too late. But anyhow, um, at Zan Morning on all social platforms. But again, like I said, this show, if, if we brought you value today and you enjoyed what we had to say, please subscribe whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on and leave us a five-star review. That really does help get the audio podcast into more people's kind of uh, Because we want to share listening. this with everybody. I mean, right. share the link, uh, whether we post it on Twitter or wherever we put it on. Share it with other people, man. Just uh, 
go out there and say, hey, you're getting into car wrestling cards for the first time. Check these guys out. It's a lot of great shows out there. Check them all out, man. Go check out Card Foundation. Check out Wrestling with Card. Check out WTC. Check out all Cluckling with Caleb. Check all those stuff out, man. Go out there and just immerse yourself, especially if you're new to the hobby. Immerse yourself with all this wonderful stuff that people are putting out there to help you. And I'm going to continue to put this call for action out there until we have like 10 to 15 dedicated podcasts and YouTube channels out there. I'm going to keep banging the drum for wrestling card content. Guys, if you're out there and you've ever wanted to start doing videos, podcasts, uh, written words, kind of like what Adam Gelman does on his blog, like it doesn't matter. Just get out there. If you're, if you have some interest, reach out to me or Tony or Adam or Caleb or card foundation, like, if you, if you need help getting started, we, you know, I, I don't think any of us have the time to kind of hold your hand through all of it, but I'm happy to kind of steer you in the right direction and answer some yep. basic questions if you've got those. So anything else? Nope. I think we covered it, man. Interesting Thanks again. topic. Yeah, very. We've, we've, we got to do some more of these. I, that was different. So I liked it. I feel, I feel a little, I feel good about my stuff right now. <laughs> Rejuvenated. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks guys for listening. Please subscribe, share it with a friend until next time. Keep collecting and having fun because that's what it's all about. We'll see you.